Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to my two cents podcast episode 21, which is entitled Now, before I get on with the main thing of this week's episode, let me list off the national food days for this week. Today, May 9th is shrimp day, May 10th, liver and onions day, May 11th, eat what you want day, May 12th, Nutty Fudge Day, May 13th, Apple Pie Day, and Fruit Cocktail Day, and also Hummus Day. May 14th, Brioche Day, and also Buttermilk Biscuit Day, and May 15th, Chocolate Chip Day. Now, as you just heard from the soundbite, which was provided by Queen Best Friend, this is the Mother Day's special. Um, you know, as as I've been talking constantly from episode to episode, I always drop my mother's name, my mother into every episode, or at least almost every episode. I love my mother to death. And this is the time that I can at least make this whole episode about mothers in general. But I'm going to be speaking on the standpoint of my mother. To be more specific, because this is my platform, I love my mom, and I'm just going to tell you what every mother should strive to be, which my mother has been. So I'm going to give you guys basically the criteria and the things that your mother should be, okay? I know that might sound, oh my God, Gerald, how can you do that? Not every mother is the same. I know that. I know not every mother's the same. Some mothers are trash and certain mothers are good. My mother isn't trash. My mother is great. This is me giving you the criteria of what it is to be a mother. Now, if you don't want to hear this, stop it right now. I appreciate you even just giving me that little bit of time that you did give me at the beginning of this. But if you want to continue listening, press play right now but if you don't exit off this thing right now but let me just state this while i'm going to give you guys great things to look forward to when you have a mother from a child's perspective from a person that had a mother that did everything and beyond not only for my not only for me but for my siblings and also everybody else that she has come in contact with So with all that and all those disclaimers ahead of it, click off right now if you don't want to listen to it. I gave you got a good three seconds. There you go. Now, mom, hi, this is your boy. This is uh, the golden child, which my siblings would like to call me. Uh, they, They don't call me that now because they had to get nipped in the bud for that. But at one point I was called the golden child because they will see how close me and my mom are. You would not see my mom without me. I was with my mom literally almost 24-7, except for like whenever she had to go to sleep. 
she went to sleep. But when you saw my mom, you saw me. That was the thing. And in my way, I was giving back to my mom for always being there and doing that for me. As a child, she would watch over the children. She would um, cook. She would clean. She would give us everything that we need for our schooling. She would... Everything that you would want out of a mom, she was and beyond. Okay? Let me give you an example right now. Anytime we have any type of artsy project that we had to do, by God, I couldn't go to my father for that. My father's not an artsy, creative type guy. My mom was, and my mom still is. As a matter of fact, my mom made me some drape, some, yeah, drapes. And she knows I like professional wrestling. She has one side of a drape, SmackDown, with a blue curtain, and the other side, Raw, um, with a black curtain with the Raw logo on it. And she made me an NXT curtain, and on the back of it, it has Batman on the logo on it, on the back of it. That's how creative she is. She thinks of -of out-of-the-box things. She takes her time to do these things for her children. She has given us everything and beyond. She has given us every gaming system that you can think of. Well, except for the PS5 because we are of age to get our own. But I guarantee you, if that thing is cheap right now or she can find it somewhere... Best belief, she will give us the PS5 just because she knows how much we like electronics and how much we are into games. She Here's another thing. When our lawnmower was out and decrepit, we used to have a riding lawnmower. Now we're back to a pushing lawnmower. She got the pushing lawnmower for us so we can cut the grass. I mean, she has done a lot, and that's... That's the thing. My mom has taken on so many responsibilities that she still sees us as her small children. And whenever we try to do something for her, she looks at us and still she her new thing now is. And she's hit me with this more than she hits my brothers and my my brothers with this. She hits me with the this statement. Gerald, I still have some adult time left. I tell her, yes, you still have some adult time left, but. You got to let us take care of things where we can take care of things. She doesn't want to hear advice from us whenever we try to give her advice because she is still stuck in the parent aspect of, okay, I'm your parent. You listen to me. You do what we do. And I and I and that's an endearment that she has. I love her for it. I love her for it. It could be aggravating, but I love her for it because I know it comes from a good place. Sometimes she just doesn't want to hear me talk to her. But I know it all comes out of love, what she does and what she says. My mother is this family's rock. She is this family's backbone. She has given us the tools to speak up for ourselves in the world. We are a black family. And as a black family, the dynamic for a black family is not that great. Yes, you see some television shows that show the black family being separated, a mom with the children and the father out being of the world and not being around his children or vice versa. 
this wasn't the case for us. We had a mother and a father in the house, and she was literally the backbone. She provided for us well, along with my father, but she was the person that would go above and beyond. If we had a regular project to do, she would try to do the extras for the project to make sure that it looks nice and neat. I'm the I'm the type that, yo, okay, this is what the teacher asked for. Let's just give her that. Like, literally, give her what she asked for. And that's it. No, my mom will go above and beyond. She'll try to get fancy background, fancy uh, stencil and pencils and material to make it so pretty and glittery. As a matter of fact, in fifth grade, in Miss Pope's class, Johnsonville, Johnsonville Middle School, we had to come up with um, a menu for a type of restaurant that we would own if we were a restaurant business person and it was science i don't remember how we got to this how we did it but it was a fun little thing i told my mom about it and we and my mom takes care of it a couple of days later my mom has this whole menu that is video game style menu with Characters from Sonic, characters from Taken, and characters from different genre of video games and incorporated into uh, food products into this nice, fun-looking menu. And that when I brought it to school, my menu dusted everybody else's menu. And that's the truth. It's, this is not me trying to fabricate it and try to just give my mother more props. No, this is me being legitimately serious. My menu dusted my students, my fellow classmates, um, menus. It looked it like a legit business-wise menu. My mom is that creative that she will come up and do the extra fixings just to make sure that it's good. Because whenever her name's attached to it, because I'm her son, so that means by proxy, she her name's attached to this. She wants it to be the best looking thing that she can come up with and make sure that her son and her children are able to get the grade that they deserve for this project. Basically an A. My mom took care of us. She would do study studying with us whenever me and my uh, brothers were children. Yes, sometimes it was strict studying. My mom has kind of a little bit of a hot temper, but uh, she's she knows that. So whenever we got of age, she allowed us to study on our own. She'll just quiz us. And that's whenever she calmed down on the temperament and she will allow then she she will allow us to go back and study on our things and then go back to her and she'll quiz us on it. And now, mind you, this is after her getting up in the morning and doing a whole full days full of work and coming home now. And this is about a good, what, four or five in the afternoon? She would do this with us and people might say, Joe, this is what a parent is supposed to do. Yes, that's what a parent is supposed to do. But... Whenever you have other siblings there, you would think your siblings should be able to quiz you. No, my mom did the extra mile and said, okay, come here and talk to me. Let's see if we can get you this. We see. Let's see if we can get you an A. 
quizzed me because I sucked in science. Boy, did I sucked. Yet again, going back to fifth grade, Miss Pope. Miss Pope talked to my mother, and she talked to my mom, and she told her that I was failing science. Boy, I got talked to by my mom. My mom said, Gerald, you're not going to be failing science. We're going to study science every single day until you get it. And then whenever the studying starts paying off, I will be able, I was able to answer the science questions in fifth grade and even got a response out of my uh, teacher. And she said, oh, it looks like you've been studying, huh? And I just smiled and, and that shows that the teacher's words got to my mother and then my mother put in that, put foot into child's butt to get him to be at the top of what that child could do because the parent was able to bring that out of the child. That is what my mother was able to bring out of me. She was able to bring that out of all her other children. My mother is the definition of what a mother should be. She gives us everything. She gives us her last bit of money that she can give us. She, if she has it on her, she'll give it to us. As a matter of fact, our last dollar, if she has it, she'll try to give it to us. We're now at the age that we are able to make money and we're able to put all of our money into a pot because we are a family. We are all one. We are the unit. We are what a family should be. You put money into the pot. You put it all together. And if anybody needs help, you're able to take money out of the pot and fix what needs to be fixed. Yet again, my mom is also the fixer. Anything that was broken in the house, she would fix it with the assistance of us from time to time. I'm not going to lie to you. I am now able to fix things around the house because I've seen my mom do it. And my mom will now give me tidbits on, okay, Gerald, you need to screw this into place to level this up more. Or if I'm able to put something up, she is able to look at it and be like, Gerald, that's crooked. And I'm thinking that it's perfect because me, I'm, I'm thinking that whenever I put some up, I put thought into it. I've thought about it and I've looked at it and she's able to see it from a different spotlight that I didn't see. And then whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, OK. And sometimes I don't see it ever. And then she just fix it up. And then after she puts her own touch on it, then I'm able to see what she saw. And I'm like, oh, OK. Now I see. how. OK, cool. See, the little nuanced things that my mom does is what makes her a great mother, period. I'm not even going to say to my eyes because that's downgrading her. No, period. She is a great mother, worldwide, universal. She will see somebody in desperate need, and she will try to help them as much as she can. She has helped people in my family out, and that my other people in my family have never ever even tried to help out before and she still does it now she will be the only person helping out a certain family member and every other family member knows that this person is kind of having a little bit of problems but she'll be the one to extend her hand out and majority of the time i'm always the one that say mom you need to relax and pull back let somebody else in the family do this my mom will hit me with this gerald i'm going to help because if i don't help nobody else is going to help and I will usually, this will lead into me and my mom having banter of, mom, yo, you're just going, this, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. 
and some something's gonna happen, and you're not gonna like the ending result. Majority of the time, I'm happy to be right, and something's usually happening, goes down wrong, but my mom always extends the hand out, and then when usually somebody bites her hand, she gets upset with it, and then she gets upset, and then she'll go off and separate herself from that person, but then one time, and once her emotions have calmed and simmered down, she goes back to square one. If she sees another family member in desperate need, she goes to that family member and help them. You would think that a person would have that, wouldn't have that ability after they gotten burned so many times. My mom will get burned, but constantly help out somebody else. Even with people saying, don't do that, you're going to get burned. My mom's still going to help out. Knowing that she might get burned, she still helps out because that's the type of person that she is. She's a helpful person. She's a good quality human being. I wonder from time to time how she can just help somebody out knowing that she might get burned. I can't do that. I'm not sure if any of my other siblings can do it. I just know for me, I can't do that. A lot of people on this earth, you burn me once. Hey, we're done. I'm not helping nobody else because I don't want to have that. I don't want to get burned again just the same way that I just got burned. My mom will take that chance and more or less she'll get burned and she'll just go off and help somebody else out. That's just that person. She's a helper. She will help you Till her last dying breath. That's the type of person that she is. She's a loving person. She gives all her love to everything that she does. She doesn't half but anything. Me, on the other hand, if I ain't feeling it, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. But like, I right, ain't gonna be my ain't gonna be like my best working personally. I personally don't care from time to time. But when my mom does something, it has to be. Her giving her all, all the way. All the way. There's no way, there's no other way to do it. She has installed that in me now, that if I want to do something, I do it and I do it all the way. But if I don't want to do something, I'll just straight up tell my nah, I ain't doing that. Because I don't want to half butt something. My mom has installed in me, my father, mom and father, but my mom has installed in me really truly that if you do something, you do something all the way. You don't half butt nothing. If you're going to make food, make food to the best of your ability. Don't half butt nothing. Because if you have butt something, you're going to make nasty food and nobody wants to eat nasty food. If you half butt something, you're going to end up messing up and nobody wants to mess up. You always put your best foot forward when you do something. And that's what my mom does. She puts her best foot forward in everything that she does. If she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't do it. That's just the way that she is. And I've gotten a lot of that traits from her. My mom is very outspoken. If she ain't liking something, best believe you gonna hear that she ain't gonna like. She don't like it. I got that a lot. Whenever I make something, I put uh, some. I do some in cooking. Okay. When you cook something, you cook something for the family. You think that, okay, their family's going to eat it. They're going to enjoy the food that you make. And that's it. That's usually the case for me. Whenever I make food for my family, they eat it. They enjoy it. 
And then you get those times whenever the food doesn't come out right. I'm thinking it comes out right. My mom tastes it. She tells me, Gerald, this ain't it. This ain't right. I don't like it. I'm like, okay, duly noted. She's fair to tell you that she doesn't like something. She'll explain it to you why she doesn't like something. Sometimes it's a straight up, I don't like it. But majority of the time, she gives you a background reason of why she doesn't like what I've made or what I've done so far. She's been my biggest supporter, my biggest uh, feedback person on this podcast. She's listened to this, pod, this podcast from day one, and this is now episode 21. She has listened to almost every episode or about every episode, and she's given me feedback on stuff. And I try to implement it into this venture that I'm doing. And I, that's all I can say about that. I use it and I try to get better at what I do. I take her feedback as something of noteworthy because she's not just going to tell me something just for me, just for, just for kicks. She's going to tell me something just so I can get better at it. And that's what she is doing. I think I sidetracked on this podcast off of her saying that she's outspoken. So let me get back to being outspoken. If she doesn't like something, she don't like something. She'll tell you, I don't like it. I don't like it. She'll go off in a store if somebody is being a complete butt butt. She'll tell them off and say, hey, listen, stop being a butt. And and usually comes down to her having to check tie somebody basically that works at a store that usually acts like a butt if they're at, if they have to do something. My mom will hit them with this. Hey, I didn't tell you to work here. Whenever you got hired here, hey, you were happy then. Be happy now. That's my time. That's my mother. She'll tell you off if you act like a complete butt at work. My mom will tell you, hey, I didn't tell you to put the, I didn't tell you to apply for this job. You apply because you needed the job, you needed the money. So now you're here. Hey, just deal with it and go about your day. You ain't got to be a butt. That's how outspoken my mom is. And I love her for it. Everybody needs to be outspoken. Everybody needs to tell people what they don't like instead of trotting around in life with the, eh, it's okay, it's all right. No, you need sometimes need to step on people's necks and let them know, hey, you need to quit this. So you won't get popped later by somebody that might be having a bad day and ain't going like the way that you treating them. That's how my mom is. She'll tell you point blank. You need to change this up. You need to do something about yourself. You need to change. She is that helpful in her outspokenness. That's just the way she, that's just the way it is. Certain people don't like it. Too bad, so sad. That's not changing out of my mom. I think when you're a mother, I think you need to be outspoken when you have to be outspoken about something. As a matter of fact, here it is right here. Let me give you an example right now. My mom, I told my mom uh, about uh, art teacher in uh, my last year of high school. And you guys might be thinking, Joe, really, you went to your mom about this? Yes, completely. Because my mom is the Don in my uh, school district. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me explain this to you. Whenever you usually have parents go up to the offices, the 
office people are usually still able to talk around and do their job and all this and all that and not really pay certain parents any attention. My mom, on the other hand, when my mom walks through, you pay attention. You notice that she has walked into the building. The whole energy shifts in that one room that she walks through. And that's not me, yet again, not exaggerating. This is me telling the truth, and let me get back to the story here. My last year, since I jumped one year in high school, I was supposed to graduate in the 12th grade, but I graduated literally in my 11th grade year, technically, because I jumped one year. I was in art class, and I, like, drew something, and I got the permission to draw this, and I just took my liberty with it. Not even liberties, but I made some alterations to it. And I heard the teachers say, I didn't hear it. I was doing something and I walked back to the dead, my table, and people were just around, like people around like with the ooh face. And I and it's one dude in there that I used to play like a peewee football with because his dad was the coach. And he said he had the ooh face, and I looked at him like Yo, what's up? He said, the art, she said, he told me that the teacher said that your thing looked stupid. I got hot. Because one, I'm not an artistic guy personally. I hate art, dude. I don't like art for worth a fart. I can buy a painting and just look, have it. I can have the Mona Lisa right now and I'll scar it up to death just to prove it, point that how much I hate art. Certain artists, certain paintings are overrated. But, yet again, that's me digressing. That'll be me on another episode of another podcast. This is me about my mother. Let me get back to the story here. I go and I ask the teacher, and I ask her, Hey, did you say my thing was stupid? She looks at me dumbfounded. She said, what? I said, I'm asking you, did you say my thing was stupid? And then she walks back over to see and she tries to nonchalantly say something off and, like, brush me off or something. And I'm not having that at the moment, and I'm just boiling over and over more. And she ultimately missed it. She said something of that uh, variety. So then I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, my mom's coming down here. My mom's coming down here. I looked over to my, I looked over to you. I'm like, my mom's coming down here. I ain't got to worry about this. I get home. My mom is home. I said, my, uh, my art teacher said something that said something about my uh, drawing was stupid or something. And you guys might be thinking to yourself, Joe, that's sophomore. You shouldn't have to say that. You guys shouldn't have to tell your mother that. No, you guys got to understand that whenever a teacher says something about your work that has nothing to do with a grading system, that's a problem. That is them almost attacking your character and credibility in doing something. I take my character and my credibility to the highest point. Whenever you have me talking to a teacher, I give them the most utmost respect. I don't disrespect nobody in the classrooms. You get a professional student in there. I'm there to do my work. I'm there to do a job because school to me is basically a job. I'm there to do my job and I'm there to make my grades and get out. That's all I'm there for. But whenever you criticize my thing as stupid, you're now taking the professionalism out of what you're supposed to do. If you didn't like what I was doing, you should have 
grab me by the side or even walk over and say, hey, you need to change this up or something. Don't just make a comment and say it's stupid. You're taking the professionalism out of it. Let me now. That's what I had a problem with. I went to my mother. I told her this. My mom says, okay, get in, get in the car. I get in the car with my mom. And I, this is visual as this is vivid what I'm about to tell you right now. She pulls up to the main office. She parks the car. We get out. And in the office, main office build, main office, there are three people there. There is the woodshop teacher. There is the uh, officer that works at the school. And then there is the assistant principal there. My mom walks in. Now, before my mom walks in, you see them as we're as me and my mom are walking into the building. You see those three chatting it up and having a nice cheery ha 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 laughing uh type of demeanor in that building but once they see my mom and me walk through that demeanor halted like you just saw the big bad walk into this place about to kill it up like that whole demeanor changed this, yet again i'm not trying to exaggerate this this is me being legit the whole demeanor change they turn into church mouses they just look like okay a parent is here this is the parent here we gotta take this one serious my mom walks in and my mom says i want to speak to the principal the scissor principal said oh what about what my mom doesn't hesitate again i need to speak to the principal she taps on the principal's the assistant principal taxo taps on the principal's office door and the principal walks in. No, the principal answers the door, and she, uh, the assistant principal tells the principal, uh, "This lady is here to see you. She wants to see you." My mom says, "Joe, come on." My mom and me walk into the principal's office. I show the principal my art uh, paper. My mom asks, uh, "Where's the art teacher at?" The principal says, "Oh, she left for today." My mom says, "Okay." Uh, she called my son's uh, drawing stupid. And the principal said, excuse me? My mom said, the earth teacher called my son's art stupid. And once I showed him the art thing, I told him, okay, I got permission to do this and this and that. I, I had to change up uh, certain details in the art because I didn't want to plagiarize basically me just plagiarizing uh, an artist's uh, caricature or his picture, and it was basically the screamer. I had to change it up a little bit, and the principal said, oh, she shouldn't have said that. That was, I'll, I'll speak to her. My mom said, no, 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 no. I want to see her tomorrow. Okay. That meeting never happens the next day, by the way. After the principal says what he has to say, my mom says, my son's free to go. He said, yeah. My mom looks at me and says, Joe, you can leave now. And I leave out the room. And now it's my mom and the principal just talking in there. My mom basically gives me the gist of why she told me to leave out. And she told the principal why she has me leave out the room. And she told the because now I'm hearing the story of what my mom and the principal talked about from my mother here. She tells me this. She tells me that the principal asked her, why do you send your son out of the room? 
And my mom told the principal that I want my child to be a child for as long as he can. He doesn't need to be listening to grown folks of business. This is between two grown adults, what I'm about to say right about now. And the principal told her that this is the first time I've ever had a parent send their kid out. And I respect you for doing that. Ma and I and I'm the whatever they talked about after the fact after I left out the room I don't remember but that is like the big takeaway from it. My mom still continuously gave somebody the respect that they were in the position of for. When you're in a position of respect, my mom gives you respect. My mom gives you everybody respect, but it's just that whenever you come out left field of the mouth, that's whenever you're gonna get a tongue lasher from my mom and you ain't gonna like it. That's just what it is. My mom is a constant professional. She has installed in all her children to be professionals. You don't act up in school. You do what you have to do. You go in there. You get good grades. You do your best and you forget the rest. That is what she has installed in us, her children. And she has installed that into us to always do right. You don't do nastiness out in this world you do good you don't treat people as crap you treat them with respect if somebody treats you bad guess what hey just let them both let them go it'll be all right you can't hold that against them forever just let it just let it be and let it go that's how my mom treats life me i ain't gonna be able to do that me i hold grudges if you treat me wrong or you treat my family wrong, boy, you better not be dying on the side of the road and asking me for help. Boy, I'm going to let you bleed out and I ain't even going to call nobody. You dying right there on that side if you said something wrong. That's me. My mom's going to call up. You could have slapped my mom the week before. If she sees you dying out on the road, she's gonna still going to call up somebody for you. I ain't that type. I love you, mom. Just still want to say that to you. But uh, I ain't that type. You know that. But let me get on with this. My mother is a saint. Yes, she has her moment whenever she's able to go to the dark side, just like all of us. But nine times out of ten, she performs good acts more than any other person I've ever had the uh, blessing to be alive now in 25 years on this earth than anybody I've ever seen throughout my life now. She has done a lot of good deeds. She has done so many good deeds for people that she don't, that she's probably only ever going to see once in her whole life or uh, people that she's constantly seen or people that she used to have business dealing with or even conversational dealings with she has done so much things for people just in a big general concept that she is my she is the number one she is the best mother in the world nobody you can try to dispute this with me all you want but she's going to be the best mother in the world she is the best mother in the world and I'm lucky to have have a mother like her. Not even had, because had is a past tense. Still have a mother like her to this day. I'm lucky to have that. 
I'm lucky to have a mother that is instilled and instilled in all her children to be nice to others, be professional around people, loosen up, have fun when you are able to have the luxury to have fun. Don't be stupid. She wants us to work. Uh, <laughs> works. No, no, no. What's the saying that she gives us? Work smarter, not harder. One of the two, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those two say. I think is that is that old additive saying or old saying. Anyway, you get the drift. You heard the saying before. Oh, work smarter, not harder. There it is. Got it. That's my mom. She wants us to do well. And if anything, she wants us to try to help as many people as we can out in this world. Because once we leave this world, my mom wants to make it to the pearly gates. She wants everybody to make it to the pearly gates. That's what she wants out of this whole big thing, out of this whole big game called life. She wants to go to the pearly gates when it's all over. She wants to be able to know that her sons and her family members and almost anybody else that she has ever contact, been in contact with go to the pearly gates as well. That's all she wants out of this big game called life. And that's what makes a good mother. So let me break this down to you. Having the ability to care for people, having the ability to care for yourself, putting yourself basically last on the totem pole. You have to be able to be gracious and be humble. You have to be able to be able to speak up whenever it's time to speak up about something you don't like. You have to be able to take care of your children and take care of uh, your spouses or your spouse or uh, just people in general. You can't be nasty to people. You have to be kind to people. I mean, my mom checks off a whole lot of boxes for being a just a complete nice individual. But now that she has children, you have to add the mother label to it because she has been a great and awesome mother. She's did us for our birthday. She made, uh, she's decorated this house. She has planned out things for us to go out on vacations. She's planned out things whenever we had to go out of state from time to time pre-COVID, might I add. She is the total package of what a mother should be. And if you disagree with me, hey, I got to check your resume. Because if you're resume doesn't match the things of what I'm telling you, you ain't doing it right. That's just me. That's Gerald Garrett, G2's opinion. But I, this isn't all about me. I'm not the only person that's going to be speaking on this. As a matter of fact, I got a couple people that want to say a quick little things about our mother too. And these are my brothers. So I'm going to break it down and give it off to them one by one, starting off with the oldest, Franklin. Hey, yo, bro, it's your turn. Speak up. My greatest memory from my mom is when Cash Money came to House of Blues in Myrtle Beach and it was performing and I couldn't get tickets. So I don't know if she was going to work or coming to work and she was outside and she got them to autograph the poster from the big timers. I got that work because I remember the album coming out and that is my greatest memory with my mom. Now it's time for the second oldest. Kevin, it's your turn, bro. 
on this Mother's Day, I just want to say thank you to my mother. She's been my rock. She's been through thick and thin with me through 29 years. She's done a lot for me. She gave me my first car. She's done a, a lot, a lot. When we were kids, she used to come to our schoolhouse, give us cupcakes, cakes, and everything for our birthdays. And she would treat everybody to it like they were her kids. It's not enough I could say about my mother. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff I could say about her. She's very caring. She's lovable. If she sees somebody in need, she would try to help them out as much as they, as much as she can, for one. And she's all about family. She always put family first, no matter what. Even if she does, they done her wrong or anything, she always look out for family, no matter what. And I want to thank you, Mama. Happy Mother's Day. Now it's time for the baby boy, Joseph. Come on, give it to me. Uh, about my mother, where do I start? Where do I start? Because she's everything. Like, she gave us more than any mother could really give their children. She's the best mother out there. Honestly. And not just saying that just to say it like every kid. But I'm being for real with us. She is my everything. She is my rock. Whatever my mom used to say about grandma, her mother, that the rock and the glue that stick everyone together. That's kind of our mother and our family. Because anything happens, we go to her. And I love her so much, honestly. Remember one time back, even as a little kid, she went to school after work. Oh, yeah, our mom did the cooking, the cleaning, the working. She did all of it. But whenever, when I was at school, I want to say that was 5K or first grade, one of the two. Mom, my mom brought cupcakes to the school for my birthday. You know, to celebrate it with the kids there. Then at home. She got that Spider-Man ice cream cake that was delicious. Again, she didn't have to do two things. She didn't have to go and get that cupcake. You know, she could have just went to wait until you get home to get your old cake, you know. So I had like two treats, which was great. Um, Again, there's so much other things that I could say, but I don't know how long I'm going to be on the air for. So... I mean, if anyone want to know, just contact Gerald and the rest of us. I mean, you know where to find Gerald. Just ask more about our mom. <laughs> we'll tell you. That's all I have to say. Love you, mom. Love you so, so much. And I bought on my heart. Now, before I leave out of here on this Mother's Day, I want to say thank you to my mother. And I want to say thank you to moms out there that are like my mother for creating children to be generous human beings. I want to say thank you to my mother personally for creating us and teaching us to be great human beings and professional human beings and respectful human beings. Without those type of teachings, I don't know if uh, I will still be here because I am, what a lot of people don't know about me is that I am a, a, uh, 
quick-tempered guy from time to time, but I've calmed down on my temperament uh, issues. But without those teachings uh, of being respectful and calming yourself down and all these type of things, I don't think I would probably be here. I would think with me and my temperament and sometimes my smart mouth would uh, get me into certain uh, issues with people. But I digress. Thank you, Mom, for being uh, my best friend. I want to thank you for being the rock of the family. I want to thank you for just dealing with all of our issues on top of your issues. Uh, I just want to say thank you for just doing all of everything of what you have done for us and probably will be doing for us uh, for the rest of your life still because that's just the person that you are. We, as a family unit, myself, the brothers, and even little small fry, why well, I just say thank you for just being who you are and being a loving, caring mother. So with that being said, uh, this has been my Two Cents Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at my two podcasts, or if you want to type it all up, it's my two cents podcast, Instagram, my two cents podcast, G2 and business, my two cents pod at yahoo.com. Thank you all for listening. And I mentioned that I have a little small fry, like AKA my sister, and she would like to end off the podcast with a special message to my mother. And I'm going to allow her to do that. So small fry. Uh, here's your opportunity in the podcast right hi I love you mommy you're the best mommy in the world now with that said we would like to wish you all a happy mother's day and especially you mom a happy mother's day as well thank you guys all uh, I will be back next week with uh, episode I don't know what it is but until next time this has been my two cents podcast presented by G2 with the especially on this edition with the help of my siblings, my brothers and my small fry of a sister. And with that, have a great week. Have a great mother's day. And we are out. I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.